This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What fast food item would you like to cryogenically freeze for science? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And um, why are we asking this question, bro? Like, well, because of a gentleman named Bryant Hoban of O'Fallon, Missouri, which is a suburb of St. Louis. And you would know that because if you asked him how to say Highway 44, he would probably say Highway Farty Far. <laughs> That's what people do who are from St. Louis. So, clang, clang, clang. the trolley back in August, just before the taters, remember how the potatoes went bye-bye on the Taco Bell menu? Yes. COVID killed all sorts of things on the Taco Bell regular menu. <gasps> and um, just before the potatoes disappeared, Mr. Hoban purchased three spicy potato soft tacos. And then he did something genius. He froze them. Yep. And then in mid-September, after fans had a chance to miss those potatoes for a while, he offered to sell a couple of them on Facebook Marketplace. Quote, mint condition, potato soft tacos from Taco Bell, from drive-thru to freezer, these babies are rare, never been eaten. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for specifying that they've never been eaten. He did find two sucker uh, people. Okay. To pay $70 for each of those tacos, but he has decided to keep the third. And I actually thought this is genius and we need to spread this idea across the universe, mostly just the United States um, fast food. But what other countries want to do, go for it. So that's why we're asking the question, if you could freeze one fast food menu item Forever, mm-hmm. what would it be? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Feel free to just jump in, Holly, when people are on that phone. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine a big fat like seed bank for former fast food items? It's so genius. Some future that is a barren fast food wasteland can appreciate all of the one of a kind um, saturated fat. Offerings. Creations we once had. <laughs> that, oh, go ahead. Well, we do have a color on the line. Perfect. Who we, do we have? We have Tear. Hi, hey, Tear. Hi, guys. What are you How putting? Are you? In, good. What are you putting in that freezer, Tear? I am putting an original Burger King chicken sandwich. Yes. And here's the thing. You know, with all the chicken wars that have been going on lately, the Burger King original chicken sandwich is gonna be worth something. Mm-hmm. I think you're on to something there, Tara. You are correct. Thank you for your call That's today, That's what I would have put in there. 
Really? Yeah, I, I suppose. My God, so are you here's, Well, here's the thing. That's that, the best item. I agree with you. But the thing I keep thinking about is, Bradley, you're thinking like from now to the future. I'm thinking about like what I wish people would have frozen. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, don't you kind of wonder? Well, first of all, I wish somebody would have frozen one of each of the international chicken sandwiches from the Burger King because they don't do that anymore. But don't you kind of wish somebody would have frozen like even just a plain and simple Big Mac yeah. from 1955? To see how different it is yes. from today, for sure. I would want to I bet know. somebody's got one on a shelf somewhere. It's petrified or something. But Ooh. no, I think there needs to be an international... Um, you know, there's actually the, the equivalent of this in really nerdy uh, um, circles is there is a sourdough museum that contains uh, samples of sourdough uh, starters from all over the world. And they like keep this giant like museum of sourdough starters and they feed them on a regular basis so that people can, you know, study, you know, the science of sourdough and all that. Is I think, this something you could like pay admission for and, and oh, yeah. see? I think it's in Belgium. Oh my God. It's a big deal. Anyway. When will you be making the pr- I pilgrimage? Know. We well, have whenever another... we can tra- travel internationally again. Mm. Oh. Who do we have, Halls? Linda. Hi, Linda. Linda, what fast food item would you have cryogenically frozen? Well, it's still available, but I would have the Del Taco Green Burrito. What's a Green Burrito? Oh, you said Del Taco. Oh, Bradley, if you've never had one. No, I haven't. It'll blow your mind. What is it? Uh, it's it, well, it's just bean and cheese, and then it's a green chili sauce. Oh, flour tortilla. You know, I mean, there's Taco Bell, and that's okay, but we don't have Del Tacos here in Minnesota. It's the worst thing in the world. Where are they? They're oh, California. Yeah, there's Arizona, a lot in Texas. there's a lot out west in in yeah. California. Yeah, Holly knows one in Wisconsin. I think. Oh, there? really? Okay, I gotta right, find well, out. Green taco from Del Taco. Thank you for your call. Thank I gotta you. find out where the closest Del oh, Taco man. is. Now I'm looking at Del Taco's website, and they have new Cholula hot sauce crispy chicken offerings. You guys, I'm telling you, <sighs> Del Taco. The worst thing in the world is that we don't have a Del Taco because it is. There are so many the best. of those locations. I yeah, don't even get me started. Don't we have um, from Texas. Started. They have these. Pla- there's two places: two pesos and Taco Cabana. And they'll change your life forever. The closest to Del Taco is in Livonia, Michigan. Oh, well, that's a little far. <sighs> that makes me sad. <laughs> um, I would maybe drive for a Del Taco. I'm telling you, Del Taco. Oh, Okay, do we have any other callers on the line, Holly? We don't. Holly, what would you freeze? I think I would freeze... Yourself? Oh, wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> she is actually frozen. It's tough. I would want to freeze. I think I would honestly want to freeze Taco Bell. Yep. Or I would want to freeze whole thing? the whole yep. bell. An entire bell. Also, I feel like we need to represent our regional favorite Culver's in yes. this experience. Yeah. But you guys are right. It would be fascinating to taste fast food from decades past mm-hmm. because you know they fiddled around with the formula. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, there's probably, I mean, presumably the first hamburger was just a hamburger. Right. I don't feel like the current hamburger situation is all just burger. Mm -mm. No. Agreed. No, there's some um, 
other experiences happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. but it would There's be some Dominic West it's and been Lily edited. James going it's on. been edited. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, yeah, because I always wonder, you know, talking about food from times of yore, going back, what was it like grocery shopping fifty years ago? And then do the same foods taste different? Like, did your box of Jello taste like a box of Jello? Right. Well, I think part of that is because not only do ingredients change or something about the the quality of the ingredients or the just like what the ingredients are made out of change, right? Because like a lot of products today are going to have corn syrup, whereas they used to just have straight up sugar. So that'll create a different difference in flavor. But also, I think our palates have evolved. Yes. So what we used to think was kind of amazing We've got so much more to compare that to. Right. Right. So I don't know that we would have because I think of like going back to the things that I used to love as a kid and you're like, oh, well, that's not quite what I thought it was going to be. Well, here's here's a prime example of that. Um, I used to love macaroni and cheese like I could rock an entire box of macaroni and cheese in no time. Um, And as an adult, when I make spirals and cheese, which were my favorite ones. If I take a bite, I have an imagination of how good it tasted when I was younger, and it doesn't taste the same at all. And no matter what, I I cannot make it taste as good as it did back in the day. I think part of that, though, is you probably had far superior macaroni and cheese in the interim. You're probably right. And like you said, your palate changes. Yeah. Right? So so the flavor just doesn't doesn't ring all the same old bells, you know? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Um, We have to revisit whoosh. That's a publication ship. And uh, it is a publication. We'll just, you know what? Just stay there. We'll be back with more on whoosh after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we have a listener to thank for alerting us to the fact that there's a new publication ship in town on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi, babies. And um, Bradley, what is a publication ship? It's a relationship for publicity. And what is a whoosh? A whoosh is a Rebel Wilson and a Jacob P. Bush. Mm. We really feel strongly about inserting the P there. Okay. You know, his middle initial. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, we, we want to make sure yeah, that we absolutely. use his full Okay, name. so Rebel Wilson, you guys, here's the story today. We've been paying way too much attention to Rebel Wilson and her new boyfriend, Jacob, because they want us to. And look, <laughs> we don't care. We're cheap. We'll go there. Mm-hmm. But we'll tell you we're going there willingly. Um, most recently, we followed Rebel Wilson and Jacob Bush around uh, Cabo San Lucas. They were on a boat. They were on a beach. They were in a pool. They were doing some things, looking sexy. Although, I must say, I just love that, like, the tabloids will then follow them. They're posting stuff on social media. The two sets of pictures look totally different, um, by the way, Mm -hmm. because the tabloids just show up, and they're, like, clickety-clack, and then the celebrities are, like, you know, face-filtering themselves three sheets to the wind, Mm -hmm. right? Well, most recently, we're now talking about Rebel Wilson and Jacob Bush. By the way, two individuals who are coming together to get attention for what? Their careers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hers being an acting career. His, and by the way, she's got a new book coming out. And his, oh, by the way, he has a new ice cream startup company. Yeah. So perfectly well-timed. Um, she is now back from her Cabo San Lucas trip. She's back in L.A., 
And uh, she doesn't appear to be with Mr. Bush hmm. any longer. In fact, she was seen sporting. Now, here's how you know that celebrities call up the paparazzi. Right? Right. Because look at the photo that made it into this Daily Mail article. It says Rebel Wilson bundles up her trim frame because the only way you can refer to Rebel Wilson now is 40-pound weight loss. And you also, by the way, in the headline need to mention that 40-pound weight loss, which they do. Rebel Wilson bundles up her trim frame for a brisk walk after showing off 40-pound weight loss during romantic beach vacation with Bo Jacob Bush. Mm -hmm. So then cut to the photo, which is Rebel Wilson. um, I don't know what she's doing other than walking, but it's (laughs) a picture. Colleen, can you describe what she looks like? So she is wearing a, a hat. That says her name. <laughs> That's true. Um, Which is helpful because... Well, she's wearing a very large mask. And so you can only see her eyes. So it's nice that she's identifying herself by her hat. By the way, mask wearing, we support. We tot- I don't support that kind of mask wearing, though. I'm going to get real picky. We, you shouldn't be wearing those neck gaiters. That's, That's a not going to protect anything. That, yeah, those, according to science. Yes. According to science. Mm-hmm. According to studies and science. Scientific studies. Yeah. In any case, she's wearing a neck gaiter and a hat that says rebel. And then she's wearing like an oversized, and I mean oversized. I don't mean like a tunic. I mean an oversized sweatshirt, a Disney sweatshirt with sparkles, some leggings, some black socks, and some black shoes. Yeah, so she's walking, and then the... <laughs> so basically, you're like, yeah, okay, sure, it's got her name on her hat, but, like, nobody would know that that was Rebel Wilson walking down the street such right. that a paparazzi would know where to be at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's just on the street walking. She called the paparazzi, right? Right. Absolutely. Like, she totally called the paparazzi to watch her walk. Now, what I find delightful about this particular um, photograph is the caption that appears along with it. Oh, dear. Fit as a fiddle, Rebel Wilson continued to stay f- dedicated to her fitness regime as she returned to L.A. on Tuesday after a romantic vacation vacation in Cabo San Lucas with her new boyfriend Jacob Bush over the weekend. Would you please indicate to me what kind of dedication to her fitness oh, regime yeah. she's engaged in? Sure. Um she's walking <laughs> <laughs> on a on a road. Yeah, like on the sidewalk. Yeah. Next to her. She's road. just out there walking. She's doing but what you, know, you and Bradley, I have done on a regular no, basis. But I'm really glad you brought that up because what people don't realize is, <laughs> God, is walking is good fitness. No, is that before she lost all that weight, she couldn't actually walk. Oh. oh. So what you're saying is this is a kind of miracle. So right? now that she's so thin, she does things like walk mm. places and now, wear for the listener clothing. who's, who's wow. never listened to us before, mm-hmm. we're Welcome. being facetious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colleen is not saying Rebel Wilson was indeed so fat she couldn't No, walk. I'm saying that that is the narrative yes. that the tabloids love to push. That, like, poor Rebel Wilson, before she lost all this weight, you know, she just did, she just sat around the house and shoved bonbons in her face. Yeah, she just... And cried because she couldn't have a sex life because she couldn't hook a man. But now that she's lost all this weight, I'm sorry, I'm being rude about it because it's so irritating. Now she's lost all this weight, and now, you guys, it's so and great. Also, she gets to actually live I, a life. She has a boyfriend, and she walks. It's not just the tabloids that are indulging this. I, I, 
frankly, in some way, I don't hold the tabloids to too high of an account for this particular story in the way that I might say the... um, Adele? No, not Adele. Who was I just thinking of? Billie Eilish story. Oh, sure. Because Rebel Wilson has put forth herself Mm -hmm. this notion that this is her year of health, that she has lost a lot of weight... That she is not fat, Amy. She is fit, Amy. Like she is create. She is partly responsible for this narrative. Like right. by being so. Like I think that's fair game. If you're gonna say, I'm doing this thing. I'm losing weight. Look at me before and after. I don't eat dessert anymore. Just once a week. Like if you're gonna do all that stuff, don't be surprised if the tabloids follow you around to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that the tabloids will then take it to a level that's you know hilarious for example there's another photo of her in a crosswalk and it says the pitch perfect star shrouded her slim frame in a baggy disneyland shirt as she got her steps in with a walk around the neighborhood whoosh whoosh when we come back on the colleen and bradley show it's time for crazy stupid idiots dumb people doing dumb things we'll tell you all about them we love to celebrate them right here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have a name for these dumb people doing dumb things. It's crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Yeah, sure it does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people. Dumb, dumb people. Doing dumb, dumb things. Repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida. Florida. And sometimes in other places. Like where? Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. What's Follow going on in Anchorage? Story. It's so weird. It's a weird story. Okay. I want to introduce you first to the subject of this story. Her name is... Maria Athens, she's 41 years of age, and she is an anchor at the ABC Fox CW station in Anchorage. She's an anchor in Anchorage, uh-huh. which should be a sitcom, and maybe this story would be part of it. So last Friday, she posted this really bizarre video to social media that she took in the station's control room where she works. And she said she had breaking news about how the mayor of Anchorage, his name is Ethan Berkowitz, quote, has male genitalia posted on an underage girl's website. What? Yeah. What? She's talking in this Facebook video that she posted. Um as though it's a news promo, but she's upset and is unfocused. And so it seems a little bit weird and it was not station sanctioned. So it wasn't on the station's website. It was on her own website. So the police and then the FBI investigated her allegation about the mayor because she's an anchor in Anchorage. And they found out that it wasn't true at all. But what they also uncovered were was that 41 year old Maria Athens had been having an affair with the mayor. And so perhaps something had gone awry Mm -hmm. and she was doing that thing, you know, woman scorned. But that's not it. But wait, Uh, there's more. Okay. 
after she got busted for posting this video, this video about the mayor who she was having an affair with, um, she punched the station's <gasps> manager. What? Turns out she'd also been having an affair with the station's manager. I know. Your face is... My God. Like, this is a movie, She's right? Busy. She's a busy lady. How do people have time for all I this? Don't. I just want to go home and take a nap. I know. I don't understand myself. In any case, she was arrested for assault, criminal mischief, and disorderly conduct. Isn't that bizarre? Why does it say she has pancreatitis? I did not. Quote, I, I have pancreatitis, said the news anchor. She also needed to get back to work by Monday. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Thanks for sharing. I'm sorry. I think she's going through some stuff. She, yeah. yeah. That's oh, bad. this is because on Saturday she was arraigned, and apparently she repeatedly was interrupting the court with outbursts like, I have pancreatitis. Sorry. Pancreatitis. Um. Well, I would like... To now take us somewhere else. Where were we? Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, that's right. Anchorage. Anchorage. Um, I want to now take you to Putnam County, Florida. All right. And isn't there like a musical called like the Putnam County Spelling Bee or something? Nobody? Um, okay. no, I th- um, no, I think you're right. Uh, anyway, we're going to Putnam County, Florida. And I want to tell you about something that happened at a Putnam County school on Saturday. It's called the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh, there you go. Maybe it took place in Putnam County, Florida. I don't know. Anyway, um, I want to take you to a school, not the site of a spelling bee, although I'm sure at some point there has been a spelling bee at the Putnam County School. Um, Although that's not why we're talking about this story. We're talking about this story because of something this guy did. and it's actually twofold, and it, it's creepy and then creepier, okay? okay. So if um, I told you that this guy went up to the school, and I think the school's in session, because they do things differently in Florida. That's true. Um, he went to the campus, and he did something that'll change your life forever. Well, he... let me t- okay. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say he took his um, schwans out. Ew. Well, I don't know. You said it was creepy. He did not take his schwans out. But he did peep on the school. Mm. It says um, video shows him peeping on the school. I don't know what peeping on the school. At first I thought it said peeing on the school. And I thought, well... Okay, I mean, sometimes you got to go and maybe you, you just have pick to take the wrong place, right? Um, but remember I said he did two things that were creepy. So yeah. he peeped on the school and then he pooped on the school. Are you serious right now? Yep. So he peeped and then, and then he, he pooped. pooped. Surveillance video shows the gentleman riding up to the school on his bike, bike, excuse me, um, dropping his pants and then doo-dooing on the campus drain. Don't, don't. <laughs> he um, then goes into the cafeteria, wipes his behind, no. and takes some drinks. Nuh-uh. No. <laughs> no. 
Um, yes, he peeped and then he pooped. I'm not quite sure. Maybe he was peeping to see if he could poop. And I guess he did it in a drain. So maybe maybe he just I mean, had it like... It sounds like he was trying to be cleanly about the whole experience. Um, although if you see a photo of this gentleman, I kind of just feel like he's one of those guys that looks for places to poop in mm. the outside and get away with it too. Um, I will let you know. I don't know if kids were actually there. It doesn't appear like anybody was there. Um, police say that he uh, or that custodial staff did remove the do du- the offending doo doo on Monday morning. Oh, so they must have. I just hate that somebody had to do that. You imagine? At work. Like, like you're like, man, we're in a pandemic, and I got to clean up doo doo from a drain because some guy. Like the call that came in over the walkie-talkie about that, like. There are human species in the drain. Oh, yeah. That's just a thankless job. Mm -mm. My hat's off to the custodial staff everywhere. Better your hat than your pants. Right? Speaking of... um, I'll shut up now. Okay. I mean, I could go off on a side story about how I had to use a lot of, like, vault toilets last week. And I just learned things about human behavior that I wish I hadn't a vault toilet vault toilets are those are toilets that don't flush they just they have to get cleaned out oh sure um they're basically just big holes in the ground Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and people are the target yeah no i can relate to that because this has been the season of porta potties at baseball games oh sure and listen you do everything within your power to not have to use those and that includes withholding uh, any type of liquid over the course of many hours, right? Because yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to have to use yeah. them. But people, y'all, people also, are nasty. People is, are disgusting. Is there anything and nasty. worse when you walk up to that toilet mm. and you look? <laughs> it's the oh, worst. Oh God! And then you're like, I have to be here now. Right. This is my only option. Worst thing ever. One last thing. In Yellowstone Park, mm-hmm. got out to see the most beautiful site called the Grand Prismatic Spring. It is a gorgeous thing. Google it sometimes. I'm doing it right now. Grand Prismatic Spring. It is a wonder of nature. Oh wow! Isn't that beautiful? That is stunning. So just off the side of the Grand Prismatic Spring, there are a series of vault toilets because uh-huh. that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, I rolled up because. Like, I had to use the restroom. And I was like, oh, hey, um, there's one, there was a guy waiting in line, and I, and then the door opened on another one, and I said, oh, that one's open over there. He's like, no, I'm going to wait over here because my wife is in this one. And the guy in the next one is stuck. <gasps> Turns out there was a guy who his friend was trying to get him out of the vault toilet. He no. was, it was locked or like it somehow jammed. It's not like a porta potty, it's like a, a full, it's like a building. It's a build, yeah, like yeah. a, but but it's just one hole, yep. if you will. Um, but it's a you know solid structure with a very heavy door that locks, and his friend was locked. And I thought, is there anything worse that you can think of than being stuck on a hot day in a vault toilet. in a vault toilet? I mean, that's like a metaphor like, for twenty twenty. <laughs> I, I would start hyperventilating, which would be oh. horrible because. Right. You're hyperventilating. You're breathing, you're breathing in those the doo-doo clouds. Well, yeah. I suppose then you have to make the choice. Do you either want to smell it or ingest it? 
Oh, God. What? No, I'm with you, Holly. Breathing through your nose or breathing through your mouth? I always breathe through my mouth. I don't care. But we we were all wearing masks, so I figured that helped. I will say the masks, that uh, that was an unintended uh, positive to the mask wearing in 2020 when you have to hit up one of those Porto Johns and you realize that mask is going to help you make that difficult decision, Holly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, are you breathing through your nose or through your mouth? Yeah. You got that mask on? It provides a barrier. Thank you. I just hope that gentleman got out of that toilet. I hope he's not there right now. Still, no. Like, God, 2020 is the worst. Help! Help! I mean, what did they, did they call, like, a park ranger? Like, how did they? Well, I would just like to remind you, there's no cell service. Um, There's no Wi-Fi. There's not, like, a phone. Had to send somebody out to... Yeah. Civilization. I mean, the poor kid, I just thought, like, what do you do? I hope he brought his phone in there. Oh, but what if you he can't even use it? it? Well, you oh. wouldn't have been able to use it. Oh. Right, that's a bummer. Yeah, if you dropped it and then you had to get it <laughs> oh, out. The they do tell you not to put trash in there because it's very hard to get out. And then I just had this vision of somebody having to get trash out of there. And I thought that literally, I am so thankful for my Mm-mm. job. Mm-mm. Ooh, okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, that was a fun little journey off the uh, to the unbeaten path. Um, we're going to play a little game. It's called the Throwback Live. Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071.